Should be okay. You both, pick, you both picked it up. Where'd you find it? It's online. I'll just get this from the library. I just check oh, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just bought it off Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I bought five different books. Have you read it yet? No. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just. But as long as you got, have it, can you carry it with you? Yeah. It's all man. You, you put it on the bookshelf. Yeah. And that's what that's the way a lot of my books are. You read right. the back of it. You have the synopsis. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like. Especially with those glasses. I got the, I got the gist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I put on my, my blue light glasses. That's all you need. Look like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on the words. That's it. But uh, no, it's uh, uh, but no, I, I bought a few of them, and I, I th- I've been on like a book buying spree. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it goes, it happens you know? like that. And it's funny because the, the girl, the girl today at the, at the, you know, I went half price books, and uh, you know, and and she, top book. Quantum physics in a nutshell. Bottom book, a brewer's uh, a brewer's guide to brewing beer. And she goes, "That's huh. interesting." Interesting. She looked at me and said, "You're probably the coolest man I've ever met." And mm-hmm. I was like, "You know what? One day it's one day it's you know organic chemistry. Next day it's you know why did Dolly paint the way he did?" I know that's how it goes. I don't know. At least it wasn't something weird like how to do your own pap smear. <laughs> well. Now here, why are look, you getting this? Why look, it's like here, no judgment. Uh, here's a judgment-free uh, zone. Okay. <laughs> now uh, with that, we'll go into our next. Uh, speaking of books, too, we'll go on our next episode of Bourbon and Bullshit. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna get lost in the forest. It's our Lost in the Forest series we told you about earlier. Uh, we're drinking a little old forest and also talking about, uh, like we said, lost societies, maybe conspiracies, um, lost lo- lost people uh, of the world, or lost maybe this one's even lost stories, right? Yeah. Uh, we're also going to be drinking a little bit of the Statesman, the one we have this week, and I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. I- I've had it once before. Jake and Gabe have not had it. Uh, I will nope. tell you, it's warm. It's the hug's tight. It's a Jacob Morris type of hug, uh, and it, it it's gonna be it's good. It it really is, but it's it's got a little heat to it. I'm excited for to be honest with you. I'm excited for Gabe to try it more than anybody else. Oh, I'm excited myself. Yeah. This should be interesting. It'd be good. Um, and then uh, we'll dive a little bit deeper into uh, what we call the bluegrass conspiracy mm-hmm. for anybody who hasn't heard. And I'm excited about that because I don't know. Literally, you grew up here. I grew up here in Lexington, Kentucky, and you hear about it. But without knowing, I know no details. I know nothing. I've heard of the cocaine bear. Don't really know what that means other than they got that t-shirt shop downtown. I have no, I literally have no idea. So I'm really excited to do a deep dive yes. into what that is. Yes. And I will be asking a lot of questions. And, and so for you folks who've never heard of it too, we're on the same, we're on the same page and it'll be a good time uh, to see what these guys have, uh, have come up with. Right. Um, but first off, let's, uh, let's talk about our old Forester, uh, the Statesman. Yeah, Statesman. I know, uh, we picked it up. Jake, what made you pick it up today? Um, I think it's because it's the only old Forester I haven't tried. Um, yeah. and, and it was just, it, it, every time I see it, it stands out to me. It's just, it's a different style of bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got just the gold writing on front just makes it. Stand out a little bit more. It's bold, and yeah. It's it, a it, very it, pretty bottle. It's a yeah, bold bottle. It's in nice. in all the other ones. You know, always have the label on them. They always present themselves 
and you know in in a similar fashion but this right. one this one along with like the birthday bourbon and things like those yeah. like they just stand out yeah and absolutely. and and of course you know i like i said i haven't tried this one read a description on it and said you know what yeah has anyone else tried it mm-hmm. all right let's give it a shot whatever right. it doesn't matter right so um a lot of interesting things about this that learning learning just in the last i don't know couple hours about this bottle too and why it is what it is because we didn't know where the name came from yeah we had, was, we had we had to, we had to use the old google literally just googled that the old google machine like, and, it, and it's it's from uh the movie and jacob can tell us a little bit more about the plot line and how it came to be but it's from the kingsman which is the uk well it's an american movie but it's it's the it's the secret service or not secret service but the agency of the uk right special uh special forces kind of kind of deal right right they like mi6 is it based on in a way CIA version in it's like a way the cool, they, the cool oh, james bond version. okay yeah so it's like if you had the modern james bond yeah, modern james yeah bond. if you had like a hyper updated version of you know q is providing all these crazy things yeah. for you and like all these different gadgets and whatnot and and the training like the all the different uh you know combat training and everything is just amplified okay and uh i think uh it's what colin firth is in it and so it's just like mm-hmm. this unsuspecting character yeah that is just total freaking badass and that just it's awesome because i love a but, good bond movie and that's and that's what you know kind of kind of drew me into that. But the but the one that this is based on is actually the sequel of the first one, and it's right. Uh, and it deals with you know the Kingsmen have like an international uh, crisis going on, and okay. so in order to get help, they go to the United States mm-hmm. to meet with the statesmen mm. in old good old Kentucky. Yeah, and, and of course the place that they go is Kentucky. Well, of course, and which is awesome. Be- and then the it guy, makes sense to me. Yeah, and then the guy that they meet up with, uh, portrayed by Channing Tatum, is running a running his statesman society mm-hmm. out of a bourbon distillery, which is okay. pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. So is this so is Old Forester like are they using the license from that movie I, to sell this, do you know? I don't know. I'd be a whole different ballgame. Yeah. I feel like, you know, with the distillery I I pictured the distillery that was in the movie. Okay. Yeah. And I don't recognize it, mm-hmm. which means that it more than likely could be Old Forester. Like we should they, go they use the distillation. Oh, yeah, we, we should we should go check it out. Yeah. Speaking of Channing Tatum with Kentucky, they did some kind of contest. It, it was something to help like people that I think need money or something. It was mm-hmm. something apparently really good to do. Mm-hmm. That they uh, hosted that at the Windy Corner Cafe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this Which is, is one, one of Kentucky's on, finest restaurants. I love that place. That's the one you guys took good me to. Mm-hmm. You figured out that I had this hat. Yeah, I saw it. So funny story, story with story that. Time. Me and my girlfriend are meeting Todd and his fiance mm-hmm. up at the Windy Corner Cafe. Mm-hmm. And there's this long strip of road. goes like these horse farms. Mm-hmm. Beautiful area. Horse farm, and you got the stone the stone fences uh-huh. and all, the whole nine, right? Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. a beautiful, beautiful drive. So we're behind this uh, this vehicle at the time. And I'm like, why in the hell are these people going so slow <laughs> on this road? Like, there's no one else out here. There's no reason for this. They're going like, they're going like 25 miles an hour. So I'm like, I'm going to pass them. But then, I don't know why, but this vehicle, I don't know who's in here, kind of edges over into the lane so I can't pass them. So I'm just cussing. I'm like, what is going on? So I'm looking at the vehicle, and someone in the passenger seat has a cowboy hat on. 
And I think the that's woman that's right. driving had glasses on or something. I'm like, who are these people? So we finally get to the Windy Corner Cafe, and I can't wait to tell Todd about this. Like, he's assholes in front of us. <laughs> We're really late for this. So we park, and then I see that vehicle that's parked in the parking lot, and then Todd gets out with a cowboy right. hat. And Sarah Lynn, the same fiance, hat I'm wearing gets out today. wearing his, her glasses. Yes. I'm like, oh my God. That was it, man. That's it. Now, that's the coolest hat you ever did. See. It's I'm a very cool hat. I'm telling you now. I'm yeah. telling you. And I, we're, we're slow driving. We live life in the slow lane. Well, apparently. So, that's it. You know, just taking in taking in all that uh, Kentucky. I know. Beautiful horse really, farm, yeah. all the green grass, right. blue grass, all that. I mean, it, it's No, the hat makes him look like a statesman, though. Right. Like that. It truly does. I like to think yeah. so. Because mm-hmm. if you would think about what a statesman is or what, what it was, I don't know, in the movie and what it's portrayed, but mm-hmm. is this... Uh, this bold, I think it's where they got the name and the drink from. It's this bold, uh, these characteristics, right? Mm-hmm. Bold, uh, what, do you, what do you say? Moral, moral driven, moral mm-hmm. compass uh, is one of the things that we heard described right. as too, right? And I right. think it's got all of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and if you if you would, Gabe, I'd love, I would love for you to try it. Okay, so I'm going to try it for the first time. I want to see what you Jake, have you had some yet? No, this okay. is, yeah, this will be my first well, time. Well, cheers. I want to see Go ahead and give it, give it a little, give it a little, a little clink. To you. Give, a little, give me a little clink for it. There it is. I don't know if the mic picked that up or not. Yeah, well, that better. was beautiful. So if it's not, all right. I watered it out right. because of the hot, long pause if it didn't. The, right, here the we sound, go. The sound that came with it was amazing. Okay. That is good. Yeah. It is a bit warmer than warm. that Old Forester, what, 86 there? Yeah, well, we yeah, always have Old Forester 86. Mm. It's nice. Best part is that it's warm, but it's not. No. It's not hot. You know, the, yeah. we, when when you throw out the term hot, mm-hmm. you yeah. talk about, like, the alcohol, like, the yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. real boozy no, yeah, it's not it. boozy. No, it's no, no, it, no, no, it no. is warm. It's like I a was, charred. It's a charred hot. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, it's good. It leaves I was thinking it was gonna be like a, a rye or something. Yeah, he was talking about. But no, that's that's really good. No, it that, is good. That now is we had tasty. Wild Turkey One Hundred and One. Yeah, a previous episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a little mm-hmm. that was a little boozier. I yeah, guess. Yeah, that that that, <laughs> that has that has that. It's got the boozy content to it. Yeah, but that's that really has good. That hot content. All right, I feel more noble and statesmanlike just welcome. Yeah, and and. The Windy Corner, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, it it's in Horse Country, of course. Yeah, it's off Bryan it, Station. But it, so it goes out towards Paris, Bourbon yeah. County. Yeah, is that yes. right? Yeah, it go out towards there. Okay, because that's actually that's actually kind of funny that mm-hmm. we're talking about that, and a lot of the people involved yep. in this madness that we're getting ready to start mm-hmm. spewing out just things that you really think it came out of a, a fiction book every yeah. single bit of it but I'm it excited did, to hear about it did it. not and a lot of it occurred near bourbon county right is that right now can we talk about how we don't want to talk about it but i just want to make a quick comment before you go into that how kentucky has a county named bourbon and i'll continue because yes. that's well, fantastic so again with Rightfully the, so. <laughs> the naming of the drink bourbon they think might have came from bourbon county was that right because it was named for the french i believe yeah yeah, yeah. I was the saying, bourbon which, family, right? Yeah, the bur- yeah the bourbon family. A very a very popular family in France, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, they were yeah. popular, <laughs> and then they weren't popular yeah. for some people. Kind of infamous. Yeah, yeah. They definitely definitely had their own story. But another infamous story we're getting into the blue gas conspiracy and a man, the complete opposite of a statesman. Yes. Oh, Mr. Yes. Andrew C. Thornton. 
C. Thornton. Yep. C. Thornton. The second, by the, the way. The second. Or two of them. That's unfortunate. That sounds Technically, like that'd be the third one. Yeah. Oh, it'd be the third. Senior, okay. junior, second. Yeah, yeah. Third. I guess okay. we'll be. Fair enough. Gosh, there were three of these guys. Fair enough. At one point in time. But. So, well, he met his demise on an early morning in 1985. Um, I believe he was found in a driveway in Knoxville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. by a man named Fred Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the book, uh, Mr. Myers was shaving, looking out the window, saw what he was thinking was a body with a parachute and a pack that he later was telling the, the news reporters, well, that pack was way too heavy right. for that parachute. Yeah. He just knew that just by looking at it. Yeah. Okay. And he then called, uh, I believe it was his sisters. Yes. Yeah. Who thought he, he was, saw, yeah. who thought he was just completely losing mm-hmm. it because he was very, had a very wild imagination. Yeah, very apparently. active imagination. Okay. But he ended up calling the police and it was a dead body and it was a body of a man Named Drew Thornton, who I guess the police have had on their radar for quite some time. Um, drug running, gun running. What year What year are we talking? This was 1985. September 11, 1985. Ironic and different in that. Two years, two years before I was born, too, in that. Yeah. Yeah. Am I the oldest one in here? How old are you? What? You're younger than me. No, you're older no. than me. About three yeah. weeks. Wait, so, yeah, our birthdays are like. Okay, so it's two years, two years before we were born. Okay. Yeah. All right, continue. Yeah. Like I yeah. said, a lot of questions. It's going to happen. <laughs> so also that one scene that happened in 1985 was also used, I believe, as an opening scene in the show Justified. Yeah. It's good Starring show. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. It's one of the show. coolest actors you'll yeah. ever see. Out in Harlan County, uh, mm-hmm. they, they were stationed yep. at that. Right? Yeah. And the, I think that the only difference between the two scenes was one was the bluegrass conspiracy. The one that uh, Thornton land on, mm-hmm. landed on was a gravel driveway. Oh, okay. And... <laughs> And justified, they gave him the courtesy of letting him land on a flat surface. Well, there you of, go. Of, and that's, of, of, that's a paved the thing. Court somewhere. That's the thing so, with conspiracies. Hello, you know, right? No, no one actually knows truly what occurred. That is very true. Is but very he was true. found with a a lot of cocaine a in that lot. duffel bag that he had. A lot. Um, also, I believe he had a he had a pistol with him. Two pistols. Two pistols. Mm-hmm. Do we know how much cocaine? How much cocaine is a lot of cocaine? Thirty-four pounds or thirty-four kilos. Yeah, thirty-four Seven, kilos. Football-sized kilos, roughly, or, or packs of cocaine. Yeah, roughly, uh, roughly seventy-five pounds worth. It's a lot of cocaine. Between seventy-five se- pounds. Between seventy-five and eighty pounds. Jeez. Yes. So, when take a guess, Todd, why he was had all that cocaine on him? Why? Uh, why? Mm-hmm. He's probably about to sell it to somebody from somewhere. Yeah, what do you so, mean why? Is that what you're asking? That's so Drew Thornton was working with a, the cartel. Was a Medellin cartel? Yep, yeah, Medellin had, cartel. Had Medellin yeah. cartel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, ran by none other than Mr. Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 Big so, player. Uh, Big player. Well, not, not the kind you, of people I don't know if you've heard the name or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've heard Escobar. It, yeah, <laughs> if, if you hadn't, you know, just... Just Google it. Or Wonder, watch you know Narcos. what's crazy to think about though. If you think about the 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 um, how how a fellow from he's from Kentucky. He's from Kentucky. He's from Lexington, Kentucky. From Kentucky. He's actually, yeah, he's from Paris. Yeah, he's from he's, so Bourbon he's from County. Bourbon County. Yeah, yeah, so that's from, what how a fellow from Bourbon County gets down there and gets connected to Escobar and the in the cartel. Like it, it blows my mind. A lot no. of a lot of activity took place. A lot between, of corners lot between of, you know September 11th of. 1985 and whenever he started going into this whatever he was like in the 70s yeah like yeah late, Mid, 70s. late 70s yeah so okay but uh yeah had food rations mm-hmm. had uh night vision goggles 
had, like, like I said, two pistols. He had uh, like five thousand dollars in cash yeah. on him. Like he was just which back then, lot, that's a lot of money. Yeah, he was prepped. Five thousand eighty-five is a lot of money. Yeah, he was he was prepped and ready whenever whenever he jumped out of this plane that he thought he was going to safely land mm-hmm. on the ground. Like he, you know, he was prepared to like live in the woods and he then was. thrive in, in society and get himself back to his rally point. Um, which, you know, that's, that was the thing was, you know, what, what kind of, what, what brought this guy to this place? Like you were saying, like, how did he end up in this gravel driveway and outside Knoxville, Tennessee? A lot of bad choices. Yeah. Very, very so he, he landed. It was in Tennessee where he landed. Yes. Fell from Kentucky. Ended yeah. up with the cartel, yes. landed in Tennessee. Yes. So it's unfortunate. That was kind of his <laughs> contingency plan. Okay, like he he didn't plan to jump out of the yeah. plane. Mm-hmm. So the reason he jumped out of the plane was because he was flying over. I think they were dropping, going to drop the cocaine. Mm-hmm. They had some ground, mm-hmm. some people on the ground to pick up these parcels of cocaine that we dropped from parachutes. Yeah, and they're going to take them in and they're going to start selling them for the cartel. Mm-hmm. But like two jets. Yeah. End up hooking up with them. Yeah. And they're with the uh, U.S. Customs. Yeah. Fighter jets. Fighter jets. Okay. Yeah. So he had to kick in his contingency plan, and him yeah. and his partner ended up jumping out. Yeah. And I guess he measured his pack, the weight, plus him, and it was just the right amount for his parachute to hold. Mm-hmm. But he was wrong. <laughs> his parachute yeah. went, down. He went down quickly. Wrong. But apparently using a calculator wasn't his strong point. Yeah, it was not. Now you say Numbers part- are hard. You say partner. Do we mm-hmm. know who that guy is, or is he not important in this? How's that guy not important in the story? He, it's all about the the main guy. Mm-hmm. Well, there. I've heard there's only one guy. I like I said, I know tidbits. Nope. There's oh. a there's a large. Oh, we're just getting started. Oh yeah, this is it's just this is only the beginning, now. because which which is what makes this so insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- this this is the main focal point is is this one guy, and this is where it all began. Is because I feel me personally, if he hadn't miscalculated and jumped out and yeah. splatted on the well, gravel driveway, when you, okay. Now I have another question. Yeah. No. This we, this would remain. Spl- you yeah. said splatted. Yeah. I mean, he. he I mean, you got to imagine. You're, oh, he didn't make it. Plane. No. Oh no. He His died. parachute didn't open at all. And, well, it might have, but it went down very quickly. Oh, well, they, I see. They said based on. Based on what they could see, he pulled his chute, was still going too fast, when and he was reaching for his emergency chute mm-hmm. when he oh, hit the ground. Huh. Like that's how fast he was going. Oh yeah, he didn't make it. Oh no, he probably didn't feel. He anything. did. Oh, he didn't make it. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah. He did well, on he impact. Did. He did. Like I said, like he died from like a ruptured aorta. Right. Which, you know. Yeah. No with yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> now, did he, and he had he had the kilos of cocaine. On in his bag, in his duffel bag that was strapped to him. Oh, yes. I see. And now yeah. I'm starting to understand where. Now I'm starting to understand the other parts of the story. And this is, yeah, this is where this is where it all ends and begins at the same time. This is where his ending begins a much greater investigation. Which, um, we can go ahead and point out um, mm-hmm. the 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 book itself uh, is written in in. A, it's pieced together by investigations done by yeah. Sally Denton. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, I mean, there's been so many critics of like her actual writing and things, but just the ability for her to piece all these things mm-hmm. together in a short amount of time and 
and then eventually be able to put this out and, yeah. you know, get someone to publish it and actually get someone to back her um, after a lot of things. Because I know we, we had talked about, it, like, she she went through a lot of, like, I had a lot of criticism whenever mm-hmm. she originally was doing the investigations in, you know, late 70s, early 80s. Like, I think it's like 80 to 83 yeah. um, is when she was really doing a lot of these investigations because – of um and it with her it all started with uh the the disappearance of um oh man what, what was her name i have it written down i don't know why i don't have my book out well <laughs> as you come back to that but with denton she also actually met drew thornton and did i think believe an interview with him yeah as well there's no way way before we're doing twine yeah. like that is that and right then, she, I think she decided to write the book. One of the things that had to write the story is that she actually got a phone call mm-hmm. and she was told of his death. Yeah. I was, I mean, it, it makes sense. And one of her critics was a man named uh, John S. Carroll. Mm-hmm. And he actually, he was an editor for Lexington Herald at the time for the newspaper. Of course. He was. Um, and his quote that he says, like, it blends fact, rumor and fiction with recklessness that is breathtaking. But then later on when asked about it, he kind of said, well, a lot of things she wrote were actually born out, bore out in, in mm. truth, and also I should probably read the book again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I also, mean, this was her first book that she wrote. Like, this was her right. debut. Right, right. And that, yeah, Nonfiction that's, novel. Yeah, and that's a big thing. I mean, and now, now she's written, I think, nine books total. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, has, she does a lot of investigative stuff. But, but yeah, so, it, 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 you know, all this is being pointed out Right. Yeah, we, this is where our source is, is from. Is and it's and it's, it's all from this 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 woman's book. Denton is her name. Yes, Denton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sally Denton. Sally Denton. Sally Denton. Yes, she's. I like I said, investigative journalist. How work. does she? Okay, let me ask you this, and mm-hmm. I don't know if we know mm-hmm. the question or not. How does how does she get involved? Is it because she met him? Like why? Is I'm that sure they had a lot to do with her. Yeah, but like why she, did she meet him? Like what is that? She. Um, yeah. I, uh, she was, like I said, you know, a, a journalist, moved here from uh, D.C. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when she got here, she said that she remembered seeing, you know, uh, like graffiti and, and you know, pictures and stuff that said, what happened to Melanie Flynn? Mm-hmm. And she, of course, as we are sitting here now, we, we could, you know, when someone sees something like that, you could question who. Who the yeah, hell is Melanie. that? Who's Melanie, yeah, Who's yeah. Melanie Flynn? That's Why great. is this a big deal? That's Why is this everywhere? Right now. And so when when she went to um, when she went to work because she worked she actually came to uh, Lexington and started working at WKYT. Yep. Okay. In the early '80s, and they were like, "What? What do you want? What kind of stories do you want to run? What kind of things do you want?" And she was like, "Well, I'm just curious who this Melanie Flynn girl mm-hmm. is." Okay. So it started her investigation into this. Well, Melanie Flynn was, she was the daughter of a state senator, um, a Kentucky state senator, um, you know, was known as, known as just a, you know, a, a, someone who had fun, would hang out, you know, typical, typical 20, you know, 20 something that just was having a good time, yeah. enjoying the time of her sure. life, all these things. And, um, uh, she turned up missing. Okay. Well, her 
her parents, of course, were you know kind of concerned. They're trying to figure out. They're they're asking, uh, asking all her friends, asking her therapist that she was seeing at the time. Um, went to uh, and then went to the guy that she was supposedly uh, seeing at the time. Back then, courting. Yes, the, the guy is courting something along those lines. Yes, courting, yes. courting. And and he he of course was just like, oh no, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen her. And all right. this stuff. Um. And uh, it's funny because that guy was also good friends with our Andrew Thornton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who we talked about at the okay. beginning. Yeah. Um, they they worked together. They spent a lot of time together. And um, after further investigation, turns out that Melanie Flynn was working as an informant. Mm-hmm. For the for the narcotics division, my face—you don't see my face, so, but my eyebrows are up. Yeah. Well, okay. it's also because Denton was investigating corruption within the Lexington narcotics division at that time as well. Okay. Yes. Okay. I thought I thought she was innocent. Emily Flynn. Is that Emily Flynn? Melanie. Melanie Flynn. Melanie I thought Flynn. she was an innocent bystander, and all of a sudden she might. Well, maybe. Oh, you're about you're looking in the face. Well, like maybe she is. Is well, anyone really innocent in the story? So though? And, and and that's okay. and that's what's that's what's so it fascinating about this story is just it's constant for it, man. constant oh why are we talking about this person oh that's why we're talking about yeah, this yeah, person yeah, yeah. it all makes sense now right. and it just starts building and and funneling into this just absolute madness like i said it a lot of people would say this this is a tv show right like you're describing a movie or you're right. describing a possible script well it's wild yeah. that it hasn't been made that yet too I believe uh, Sally didn't. She did talk about how there is a few production companies that were trying to push the option for making right? it into a screenplay. Right. Now, has that actually happened, though? I'm not sure. No, it well, has not. Well, you said Justified played on it, though. Well, Justified played on it. it. They touched mm-hmm. on it. And it also, um, they they also say that that's the, the reason why people were trying to, they were basically buying the rights to it yeah. in order to make a film. Okay. Was that they could kind of suppress the gotcha. I, you know the possibility of making a film that more people would be able to visit the yeah. corruption runs deep yeah so which, uh, yeah with the aspect of corruption as well which she was investigating in the 80s and clearly right now in today's you know political climate and social climate and everything else going climate. on accountability climate you mean supernova yeah i would say this is yeah, it's it's. Well, there's a climate happening. Yeah. Well, we 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 reach the realm <laughs> of the upper uh, the upper stratosphere. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> things are things are definitely blowing up. Accountability though, is obviously very important and holding people to account. Fair enough. Now, Andrew Thornton, you know, he grew up in an affluent family uh, in Kentucky, known to be a, a handsome guy. Went to really you know private prestigious schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hung out the polo club. Played polo okay. as a kid. One of them fellas. One of those fellas, okay. of course, went to, I believe he went to a military academy. Yeah. Okay. Served yeah. in the military. Swanee something or other. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Served in the military. We don't have a branch at all or army fellow probably? I'm not sure of the branch. I'm pretty sure the detective was in the Marines that was investigating him. Oh, is that well. right? But yes. I don't, from what I could tell, it didn't give the branch of the military actually served in, which is kind of fitting mm-hmm. because... He did serve. I believe he did a tour in Dominican Republic. He was yeah. like shot in the leg or the arm. Yeah. Received some, uh, you know, medals for that, of being shot in combat. But he had 
Well, the guy was a sociopath. Mm-hmm. He was obviously a narcissist. But he got, he got the Purple Heart? I, I believe would, he got the Purple yeah, Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he inflated his combat experience, the things he did in the military. You know, me and Jake were talking about it. sounded like he was in Vietnam. Yeah. And he wasn't, or Korea, yeah. you know, around that same time as well. Yeah. But the guy inflated himself to sound like he was this huge, you know, oh, I got, I, commando kind yeah, of guy that did all these crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. top we, secret we, missions. We've all met the type, right? We met the type. Yeah. 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 Stolen yeah. Valor out the ass. Right. Stolen Valor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so. To say, me, me and Gabe were both in the Marine Corps. Yes. I, I, I think we, we can spot one when we see one. Right? Exactly. You can also spot one as you're reading about, yeah. like, there's no way this actually happened. Yeah. Right. Which, Which is funny. Reminds me of this other true crime story I recently heard. I cannot remember the guy's name, but he also, he never served, but he forged all these documents to take advantage of the Veteran Affairs Department. Right. Had all these medals given to him, complete fraud. End up murdering a guy with his wife. She cheated on her husband with this man. It was this huge con game right. to get money. It was awful, but it seems like sociopaths are going to choose the military police department usually to embed themselves. Yeah. I've got a horrible yeah. story. I know. I've got a horrible story. Well, so go right ahead. I, I was in, so, uh, so I was in Okinawa. I was stationed out in Okinawa, Japan. Um, and I, I wish I knew the guys, the guys' names. Uh, but I, I, I was out there from 2010 to 2012. So out in 12, 2013, I got stationed in Camp Hill in California. And as soon as I got there, there were two, two Marines in my unit, in my platoon, mm-hmm. target acquisition platoon. So mm-hmm. there was about 100 of us, but we all stayed in the same shop that were on trial for attempted murder yeah wow. yeah it's incredible man wow. like and but yeah attempted murder apparently and a horrible story but uh the way the story goes when i say story i mean they were proven guilty mm-hmm. so the way that it went <laughs> the, um, way the, thing, the way things unfolded yeah yeah i guess this this guy uh i don't remember, like i said i wish i knew his name but he had gotten someone pregnant and what they did was set her up in a park well wow. In a park, said her go to the park. We'll talk about things. Yada yada yada. Jumped her. <laughs> jumped her and tried to kill obviously the the baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're trying to do to her, but they're trying to get to the baby. Uh, turns out as well. Turns out she lived. Oh well. The baby lived. Okay. And those two were in jail. Well, as they should be. As they should be. But how wild is that? To jump to that. Like that's yeah. and I and I know that when I was in the Marines, Thanks. which I'm sure you have plenty of stories you heard about this too. A lot of people got married just for like the contract marriage, just to you know scam the military into giving them more money. Mm -hmm. And then they're so surprised because they would marry people who would just run away with their money. Like, how did this happen? What do you mean? I told you that's how it happened. happened. And your whole chain of command told you. Well, the problem is that you know it's a conspiracy. The problem is there's kids. We went in a couple years older. There's Mm -hmm. kids that go in there at 17, 18 years old, just don't know anything about life. Oh. You know what I mean? We yeah. had this, and it wasn't for a contract marriage. He thought he was actually in love. Oh, yeah. Poor kid. That was a, that was a scary 18 year old. Yeah, yeah. A simpleton, if you will. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm sure his recruiter took full advantage of him 100%. signing up. So, oh, I'm going to get this guy. So, there's a, a strip club called the old, I guess I can say the name, the old Driftwood. <laughs> the old Driftwood? Driftwood? Nice. Right outside base. Nice. Like two minutes from base, of course. Sounds like the hot spot. So, he meets. Is this in Jacksonville? No, no, I'm sorry, not Jacksonville. It was Jacksonville, North Carolina. Yeah, Jacksonville, yeah, fun, not Jacksonville, fun, Florida. The Driftwood, fun Jacksonville, North Carolina. Carolina. Oh, wow. Yes. Which is different. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh, wow. So he meets a, a, a woman at this establishment. 
automatically believes that he's in love. Marries oh, yeah. her within a month. All right. And then she ran away with oh, his money and his benefits. Oh, so, no. Yeah, if you're joining the military, be very careful. Right. This goes for men and women. Right. Don't trust anyone. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Some would say this is a conspiracy from the they government. They might because say it's a conspiracy. They come with to get also, your money. I believe it's Fort Hood. It's, a, it's an Army base. I believe that's, it's Fort Hood. That's the reason I joined the Marine Corps. We'll get into that another, another time. Fort Hood's the reason I did that. But yeah. Fort Hood, there's kind of, I mean, you can say it's a conspiracy, conspiracy as well. A lot of people have gone missing lately. Mm. And they found, I believe it's two or three bodies, like, mm. right outside the gates. Is that right? Jeez. Yeah. All killed in a similar manner. And again, with government bureaucracy, though, there's so much red tape as, yeah, well, we right. demand answers. And it's yeah. like, well, it's an investigation. You know. We demand answers, but I gotta dig through this file cabinet yes, over here. It's right. gonna take me a little while. Yeah, about paper twenty files. years. Yeah. Take me twenty years to get to it, but I'll get to it when I get mm-hmm. there. That way, when it's when it's deemed unclassified, exactly. I yeah, can yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. what happened. Right, but so that's did, another story. Yeah, well, I drove us off topic. I apologize. It's okay. Pull right. me back. It's all connected. It's all connected. It is all connected. So, getting back to the bluegrass conspiracy, one thing that a lot of people you know know about it, if they don't know too much else about the story is, of course, the fabled cocaine bear, yeah. who was another casualty of all of this. Who was a Kentucky treasure and icon. Poor thing. So I believe it was about three months or so after the death of the Thornton splat. in 85. After the, after, <laughs> that's where I put it together. After the big splat. I put it together. You know, that. It's gone down as the big splat. <laughs> Could you, I mean, for one second, being Fred Myers, who sees that as he's, I believe he's like shaving. Yeah. Seeing that kind of scene yeah. at like five in the morning. No. But the cocaine bear. I, I, I would, if I was his sisters, I'd be like, God, he's off his meds again. Yeah, what is I know, 100%. Right? But, yes, cocaine bear. So this poor bear found some of the packets of you cocaine. You say this poor bear or the poor, the poor, the bear that raged? Oh, he raged. He, well, he didn't know what he was getting himself into. Fair enough. Apparently, yes. bears have a huge appetite for <laughs> Colombian cocaine. <laughs> and he went ham <laughs> he on went, some kilos. He went all in. And they Full found scar this, face mode. This poor bear... OD'd. Raging in the raging in the forest. Yes, raging in the forest <laughs> by himself. That's why he's a poor bear. I know. You he can't didn't have let me ask you this: Do you think? Do you think he went in, like, took a little party on, came back, did it again? Here's a question. I, I mean, that's a I think question. he hoovered all of us. You think he did it all at one time? Yeah. Ate every well, list. Now, could you imagine also make it that way? Bears are scary enough. That they're they're the apex predator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no way to get yeah. past that. Monsters. No, they're terrifying. Time. Yeah. You never want to run into a bear in the wild. Of course. You're somewhere in Tennessee and you're hiking. (laughs) You're hiking early in the morning and you see a coked out bear that is just (laughs) rapid. Is literally breaking like oak trees in half just by pushing them. And I imagine. And then going to the next one. The bear found some way to sound like, what was that wrestler? Ric Flair? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! yeah, yeah, there it is. There's Ric Flair. There you go. Uh, he's probably he's probably a mix of Ric Flair and oh, Macho Man Randy so. Savage. Going, oh yeah. Not saying that Ric Flair did coke. I'm sure he was a very clean living individual, but uh, no. you remember, story. Do you remember the late '80s, early '90s? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I don't. Was he born in the late '80s? Was he 2000? He's more 2000 when he came into '90s. Was he 90s? Yeah, had been 90s. 90s. I'll tell you right now. 80s, everyone, 90s, uh, everyone, uh, well, I don't know that. I'm, I'm making accusations. Well, is Rick Flair involved in the Blue Guys conspiracy? He might be. He, he might, might be. be. Who knows? You Up know, there with that cocaine uh, bear, did they name him? Cokey? They, they did Cokey. Maybe he was actual Cokey. cocaine bear. Who? Rick Flair was the cocaine Maybe bear. he was. <laughs> was <laughs> he got super high on coke, dressed up as a bear. I don't think that's <laughs> true. Passed out in the woods. I don't think it's true. 
you know, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I will say yes. that some very prominent figures may have been involved in said bluegrass well, conspiracy. Let's get into that. Well, hit me with it, Jake. Don't people, Name some names. Ed, don't put me on the edge of my seat here. Well, of course, the main one, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Anita Madden. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madden? Uh, oh, excuse, my, excuse me, sorry. Anita Madden. From um, right up. Well, I don't want to say too much. Go ahead. Continue. She, Let well, you say it. <laughs> it, it. It has been said that she hosted a boatload of parties. Yeah. I mean, we all know that. Mm-hmm. It is known. Aren't the man's the one that own, you start, well, they own a Hamburg, the land under Hamburg? Yes. Are you talking about them folks? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Because uh, that's another aspect of it, is that um, she, apparently she hosted parties, a lot of people that, shouldn't have been hanging out in the same room. We're always mm-hmm. hanging out in the same room at her parties. Yep. Um, there, you know, it's always, it was always rumored that there was, you know, lots of drugs and things along these lines. But the big thing that goes along with the conspiracy part of things, um, that completely makes sense, uh, is the fact that she owned a ridiculous amount of horse farm. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, a ridiculously amount of horse farm located near the seventy five sixty four split. Yep. And, and to be fair, still owns it, just mm-hmm. leases it out. And for much. folks that don't know, Hamburg is literally covered with every franchise. Oh yeah, that you could imagine: Dick's mm-hmm. Sporting Goods, yes. your Targets, your which Joe's, not not just about uh, Barnes Noble. Now yeah. I th- I'm fairly certain she passed away. Okay. And there's like a museum. Of her party clothes. Oh wow! I know this because I know the person who dry cleaned all of those clothes. <laughs> and okay. said it was the worst experience of her entire. Oh, I life. bet it was the feathers. Oh, and the oh, glitter yeah. and the bedazzled madness that was just flying everywhere. Random bodily fluids. Yeah, there's just. I mean, why won't this chemical get this out? I don't know. Um, but glitter um, sticks to everything too. So. But you know, so it's the, it's one of those so acid and and just. And just, what we say, just to just to put it out there, mm-hmm. like we we're not saying that people were involved. Yeah, no, by no means, because this is a conspiracy. Yeah, but we are gonna throw names yeah. out there just because they were put involved in the conspiracy. Well, here's speculation, and these are names that have already been published in the book. Exactly, we're not yeah. bringing up anything new. Exactly, as far but as if you're also talking language. about the big names around here, mm-hmm. I mean that's. Right. You don't get much bigger, right? Even now, right? Mm-hmm. And and then that was the thing because what what everybody always said was that you know the the great thing about it was was you know everybody's like oh well they always flow flown they had flown drugs into Miami or they flew drugs into New York or they flew yeah. no they wouldn't do that they found a podunk nowhere piece yeah. of land right in you know it just the greatest freaking state of the United States personal opinion i'm Hello. sorry but uh but no one's going to be the wiser yep right and just in bourbon county right or i'm sorry i don't yeah. know if well, that's where they're i don't know if that's where they're doing it but somewhere like that it makes sense right? no and they, they were landing and they were landing on they had they built landing strips mm. near like i said the i-75 interstate 75 interstate 64 before that was all built up merger and so that way it was just meeting at a crossroads that could distribute to yeah. a ridiculous amount of the well, United States. Think about setup. it. 
like Lex, not only Kentucky, but Lexington. But Kentucky as a whole is right mm-hmm. there in the middle. And right. then Lexington's literally in the middle of Kentucky. I mean, it's five hours to Chicago, right. three hours to Indianapolis, uh, six hours, maybe seven hours to Detroit. We got, we're right on you, the coast. You, we can get anywhere. You go, up, you go up to Louisville. You put people on boats. Right. You go up to, you go to. No, we're six hours St. Louis too. You go, you go, you go. Basically, all the major cities, and yeah. then it d- just did spider webs from there. And you have so much money in Lexington. Yeah, There's and also so here. many ways with horse racing right. to launder money. money. I mean, it is yeah. a lot of old money. Here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. In, in, in laundering, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And so, I mean, but that—that's the, of course, the main one mm-hmm. that everyone talks about. Right. Uh, so, do we know how he got? Hooked up with Escobar's cartel because I believe he told them he can sell their product in America, kind of like being a, a liaison for that. Right. I so don't. he took it upon him. You, Fifteen million dollars of cocaine. He took it upon himself mm-hmm. to go down there, mm-hmm. knock on. Hey, well, I'm sure he had for, contacts. I know, to set but up you know what I mean. But essentially, yeah. take himself, knock on Escobar's mm-hmm. door, and be like, "Hey, I can help you out." Which I believe in the movie Blue with Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another American that's speaking with Escobar. I think that might have oh, that might be. been Thornton. That's uh, possible. Who it was supposed to have been. That's not a bad to. thought. Yeah. Same timeline. Mm-hmm. I really yep. need to go back and watch that so, movie now. Great movie. You might be right. Yeah, it is a great movie. You might be mm-hmm. onto something. Yeah. But, um, but I I think it's, I, I mean, of course, you know, I haven't read the book in a while. Mm-hmm. I started rereading the book and didn't get very far into it. Yeah. But what... What I remember is that uh, Thornton and one other guy, I don't remember which one it was. I can't think of his name either right now. Uh, it may have been it may have been Vance. It may mm-hmm. have been, uh, what was it, uh, Bryant, Bradley Bryant. It, mm-hmm. it may have been one of them, one of the other guys that was big in this, you know, the company or yeah. the enterprise or whatever mm-hmm. they were called. Um, they had started a – basically a uh, personal security uh, company yeah. together. It's like executive protection or something crazy like that. <laughs> like course. I don't even, I, it was just something silly like that. But, but basically what would happen is when people came to Kentucky mm-hmm. uh, for the Derby or for concerts or events or for KFC. Yeah. Or just, First yeah. Time. Yeah. To go to Corbin and, and try and try the original KFC. I mean, you got to, I mean, I'm sure that's where they got a lot of their, I'd imagine so. Their crew is from the, the old Maybe part of it. KFC. Maybe yeah. that's where it started. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. And they, I think they still had MSG at that point in time. So they could well, there just, you go. You and know. what is MSG? Keep. MSG is cocaine. We all know that. Yeah, I know. So they it's, put the chicken. That's the seventh recipe. Exactly. That's the seventh ingredient. That's why it's so damn good. That's why it's so. That's why you can't stop when you that's get started. That's why it's the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, but yeah, they started that company, and mm-hmm. I think I think that's how they established their connections. Is mm-hmm. that people would come into the states, and um, you know they come in. Like I said, they'd come in for the derby, they come in for events, and they would everyone would hire them. Didn't matter who it was. They always went to this executive whatever. I, like I said I think it's executive protection. I don't yeah, know yeah, exactly yeah. what the name of the company yeah. was, but they went to these guys, and so what happened was. Um, they would go, um, they would go to like Las Vegas for uh, conventions, yep. like security mm-hmm. conventions, and then they would meet people there 
and they would say, well, why don't you just move to Kentucky and come work with us? Like you'd be a great fit. Yeah. And so they kind of just built their own little like militia group in Mm -hmm. a way. And, uh, you know, you know, security group, a little grassroots militia. Yeah. And and so, and so with doing that, I think they brought in people who knew like they had worked in security before Mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh, well I work security for, this guy who flew in from South America well, or this guy that flew in from Mexico or this guy flew in from wherever. Well, especially from Vegas. I mean, you're getting all the security. They probably ran the casinos. Yeah. And also at that time, the mob controlled most of Vegas. Right. So you got to think about that organized crime right. aspect of it as well. Yeah. They probably got a lot of contacts with them. Right. And so it just kind of, it just kind of just expanded from there mm-hmm. is what my, is what my thought process is. Which is strange that the author didn't know the Blue Conspiracy like the book did very well in Kentucky, mm-hmm. obviously, and primarily in Lexington, but right. also it did very well in Las Vegas, which is which she has no idea why. Yeah, but most likely is because a lot of those people still in Vegas probably want to know what she was writing. Yeah, kind of like see. well, I think when The Godfather was written, right, a lot of the audience was the mafia reading this book and right. actually contacting the author at that time. Was like, yeah. you got some stuff right, you got yeah. some stuff wrong. There you go. Right. Pat on the back. Pat on the back. Here you you go. should move this around. And oh, you should try to change this. It's not bad. Don't 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 add that. That's a terrible idea. Well, we have people coming for you. It's fine. Well, Marvin but, Brando. Uh, but yeah. uh, but but she and that's the thing is she's it's funny because she's from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she's originally from Las Vegas, and that's so like so she it, it's great that she's you know became this criminal or this crime investigate you know investigation yeah. person that uh, because she grew up in Las Vegas where her parents were in politics mm-hmm. and they had to deal with the mob on a regular basis. Yeah. And she got exposed to that at a young age and then, and then gradually kind of just took what she saw and now she made a career out of it, you know, which is great. Which is great that she chose the better path instead of getting involved in that world. She became right. an investigating journalist, right. which is a very dangerous job. I'm assuming in itself as it oh, is. Yeah. Well, especially in a place oh, yeah. like that. That's yeah. where she started and that's where she decided to make her move. You know the big players, you know everything and and, and also at that point the big players know you. Yeah. And, and I right. wonder and Jake right. you might know, I'm not sure if she was contacted after she wrote this book. Did she receive any threats or uh, yes. one thousand hundred look I, I would assume know. she would, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not certain. One thousand. There's there's yeah. no way. I, yeah. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, she re- uh, she received like threatening calls and and like, um, it was mostly like the the her bosses and producers at WKYT actually like took care of her, okay. and they were like they're like look, if you you know we we know what you're doing, you know we know it's a dangerous game, let's get you somewhere mm-hmm. safe, let's put you you know let's try to get you out of out of harm's way as much as possible, but uh, but I think. Uh, I, I mean, I know with Bluegrass Conspiracy, she got a lot of. I mean, she got she caught a lot of flack because most people, of course, thought of it. Uh, this is conspiracy. That's it. Like the, there's no there's no actual fact. There's no you know definitive evidence that's going to you know say ah yeah this is what's going well, on. Of course, you know which is why when she released the book, I think in '89, you know it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, because before when she's investigating, she's looking at all these things. She's talking to people, and she's writing. You know, she they're doing, uh, they're doing n- uh, news segments. Yeah, on this, and 
And people are like, oh, well, it's just whatever. She's imagining things. And this is ridiculous. Why would I even pay attention to this? And then, you know, later on, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, now maybe she was right because there's this guy that she was investigating who's dead with, you know, a boatload of freaking coke strapped around his waist Which in the middle of some I, guy's gravel parking lot. I have a question. Somewhere. Yes, go ahead. I have a question. I don't want it to, if we're still mm-hmm. getting to that part of the story, then I don't. You said that she was right. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what she's right about. What is she right about? Like maybe she is right. Like what it? Well, and that's why. That's why I think that's why she labeled it as the bluegrass conspiracy is yeah. because um, there there are still a lot of uh, there's still a lot of vague mm-hmm. is, um, events right. that took place. Yeah, yeah. they can't this. actually be like seen. Like yes, this is no. A fact. But I guess, I guess my question is 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 the question is a whole conspiracy how this guy Thornton ended up with all that cocaine in somewhere in Tennessee. It's the people he worked with. Yeah. And I guess that he got into his network, mm. the places around the world he was involved with. Yeah. They said like he was involved with mercenaries and he was, did gun running for right. the United States military and mm-hmm. local law enforcement here in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like who all, and I guess there's evidence that he was involved in players in those mm-hmm. organizations right. were involved with him. Right. But, of course, as of anything, the government, you can get into all these, the government, but you're not ever going to actually find out the complete truth. Right. Well, and 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 that's the other thing. This goes back to the Melanie Flynn Mm -hmm. case, which it's still going on today. Hold on. I need, wait, because now you, this is, you know, it's really good. This sounds like one of those things of uh, unsolved mysteries because you just did a really good job of bringing Melanie Flynn. I forgot all about Melanie Flynn. Please bring me back. I'll bring you right back. Bring me right back. Because yeah, like, and I mean, like I said, she came from a friend of, a friend of, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, She came from a a prominent family. Tell you, I'm, I'm following along just like the rest of people who don't know about this. Mm -hmm. I'm following along. I I like the story that's happened. Yeah. And like her brother, uh, because the way that they always, they're like her, her father was a state Senator. Her brother was a famous baseball player. Like, she came from a very important family, Probably, yeah. like a prominent family, and it just happened. She just disappeared. And now, do you think the fact that she came from such a prominent family, she was probably sheltered the majority right. of her life, oh, meeting yeah. someone in Thornton Circle yeah. that would take full advantage, yeah. especially for her money? Right. I'm sure that played a lot of part into her trusting this kind of individual, especially right. him being you know, a handsome guy. Right. Because I mean, maybe, not tru- maybe even not trusting, but wanting to be part of something yeah. else. You yeah, know I mean? it something. ends up being it ends up being like a, a it it seems like it's always something, especially when it's tied to conspiracies. Mm-hmm. It's something that is way too common. Yeah, because you look at you have you have these people that can promise you. you know, she's a, she's a girl that's looking to do something outside of the norm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, she comes from a prominent family. She has money and all these things and she has connections and whatnot. And you have another person who wants to exploit that. Yep. Will take advantage of it, exploit it as much as they possibly can. And then when it gets to a point where they are too involved, mm-hmm. right. they become expendable. Yep. And so then it just creates, it just creates like, I mean, we see it all the time. It It's the, it's, you know the guy who married in you know married this one girl. The, the parents are confused why mm-hmm. uh, why was he so significant? But she acted like she loved him, and then she goes into she goes into a relationship and then never comes out of it because 
it turns out she disappears and it's like oh yeah she was you know, she was there i don't know What's has that on? ever been resolved no they're mm-hmm. still investigating it like wow, at, like at this very moment which is sad for that family they never actually found out what happened to their right their daughter yeah and what that's year was where that what year was that do we know no so this is before so this is like a few years before 77 i think maybe. okay so this guy he does his thing yeah, obviously, because what you're talking about the beginning of this thing was 80, 85? 85. That's the yeah, he, he died in eighty five. Right, yeah. it's the end of the story, but that they had it intertwined. Well, not the end of the story. Yeah, yeah, I don't, but yeah. you know what I mean. It's yeah, in no, his story. Yeah. <laughs> in, in his story. Yeah, and then end her stuff story. intertwines even before that. Exactly, and so and 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 so then that's that's what makes it one. That's what brings about a lot of the confusion and. Two, that's what makes people doubt its legitimacy in making it a conspiracy and uh, rather than an actual event. Um, when you look at a lot of what happened, you can say, yes, I, you, you can draw a conclusion from mm-hmm. it. Right. But no one wants to because they don't have all of the definitive evidence, so they just l- let it remain and it's similar and with investigative journalists like Denton. Also, it reminds me of a completely other dark form, mm-hmm. uh, the Epstein case. Yes. Mm. That ring of corruption and conspiracy yes. leading up to the highest levels of government, yes. supposedly. Exactly. And that investigative journalist that worked with the Miami Herald, mm-hmm. um, that she followed this case and would not let it go. And people are like, oh, you're imagining things. And, right. well, you just need to let it go. Right. This person who, again... He can't. I think believe he came from a poor family, yeah. but he was able to con his way throughout the the culture of Wall Street yeah. and those people in New York, yeah. and made a lot of people disappear. And they're still looking at cases right. of unsolved deaths dealing you know, with him you know, and his. So, right, what's so network. wild is that you think so, of you, you think of Wall Street, yeah, and you think of these people who are, are very intelligent, right? Because you know, mm-hmm. I think we dabble in stock market, but we don't. The knowledge that they like, you know what I mean? It's, it's incredible. And then to have someone that can manipulate mm-hmm. that from, yeah. quote unquote, a lower status, right? Yeah. And work their way in and manipulate that way into getting the way everything but they want. With that though, and with Epstein as well, there was a lot of people helping him on his way. Maybe not helping on the crimes, yeah. the horrific crimes that he did, but with Thornton as well, looking the other way, or giving mm-hmm. him recommendations just right. because they thought he was a. Right. upstanding gentleman he was just charismatic and ambitious yeah because that's because that was the other thing is he had prior to this mm-hmm. had been investigated and people had said yeah yeah he's definitely a crooked cop yeah like he 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 steals evidence from the from the evidence room mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't input evidence whenever it needs to be done he you know he you know He's very like violent with the uh, with suspects. Like he 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 beats confessions out of people. Like people yeah. were telling them this. about he he goes and beats up prostitutes as well because he knows that they won't believe them. This yeah. is the Thornton guy. This is yeah. the Thornton guy when he was a cop okay. before and he resigned on. in '77. So, yeah. so no, no 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 yeah I'm starting to understand. So, yeah. oh no I'm not uh, I, and I think the way that you two have unraveled this thing has been incredible. It's like uh, an onion. No. We're it is like an onion. You're, you're, uh, it you're, makes you cry uh, more. Onion in it. Because here, here's the other thing. I don't. I didn't. I don't. Maybe I misheard it. Maybe I don't understand. This is gonna be great. People who don't know the story either. Is that mm. I didn't know he was a cop. Oh yeah. Number one, 
And then number two, I didn't know all these things, and that's why the way that you're saying this, at first, like in my head, I have no idea why this guy's on the side of the road and this cocaine bear eating all his cocaine and partying it up. In well, the, co- in the well bears love cocaine. Well, obviously. <laughs> they like to rage, too. Right. All Salmon right. and coke. That's how they but, so now you're telling me that this guy's also, now I understand what's kind of happened. This guy's also a cop, also mm-hmm. a cop that had all these things against him. And then... Okay. This okay. is where this is where the shit gets. We're about crazy. to get the fan. Wait, wait, we're gonna keep we're, going. We're gonna take it. We're gonna ball it up, and we're gonna turn the fan on high, and we're gonna throw it. You up. have another part of the story. This isn't the it only keeps part. Going. It keeps going. So he was a cop here in Lexington, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. I am. And, uh, wait, 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 wait. I need to stop. Yeah. I'm incredibly impressed how you two are putting this together because it's blowing my mind. And the best part about it is, is it's almost. Very similar to the way that the book is laid yeah. out, which is why people have so much trouble with it, mm-hmm. is because they go, oh, it's laid out, and it's slow, yeah. and, and it's like, no, you're not piecing things together. Yeah. Oh, I'm piecing. That's like jigsaw. And I'm it almost here. seems so like unbelievable. <laughs> like, there's no way this stuff actually occurred. Yeah. There's no way this guy got into this much corruption, and right. this means people helped him, and he was like, just right. got away with it time and time again. Is he from Lexington? Do you know? Do he's we know he's from that? Bourbon County. Yeah. He's from Bourbon County. He grew County. up in Lexington, I Which is yes. right across the street. Yeah, he went, he went to Sayer, I believe. Yep, okay. he went now, to Sayre. Now, please, unwrap mm-hmm. this thing. But unravel this thing the way you guys want, because I'm in. All right. So, the reason he got in the police department is because when he got out of the military after, I guess, going to the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. he was an insubstantial piece of the military. Like, he was, I think he got reprimanded many, many times. Um, he wasn't the brightest tool in the shed at that point. You mean point. even in the military he yeah, was? Even in the military. So, NJPs, the whole, NJPs, the whole gambit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything you can imagine, he got out of the military. I'm sure it wasn't. I can't imagine he got an honorable discharge. Yeah. But then, of course, from that... And not to say anything bad about the Lexington Police Department, by any means, but individuals... Well, you can speak for... Nine, I mean, individuals need to prove or, themselves yeah. in some way yeah. out of the military. Right. They may be attracted to join the police, so they can get that feeling of superiority that they didn't have while they're in the military. Well, it's a, it's a pipeline. And also, right. being a sociopath... Yeah. He's, you know, consumed with, you know, the form of power. He wants His praise power. And, right. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. to use that power to mistreat other people. Right. And, yeah. to, you know, manipulate them how he chooses. Right. But. Yeah. And that's what uh, and that and that was the thing was, uh, if I remember correctly, like this is when. Like the war on drugs is yeah. really starting to ramp off because, you know, it started with Nixon. Yeah. Um, Which what up? ridiculous thing that is yeah but but is you know i mean granted I, I mean we all know it's it's you know a distraction yeah from it is from a, a war that we shouldn't have been in and who knows time. how many shocker there who knows but, how many politicians and groups are benefiting from the yeah, war on drugs itself exactly we won't go into that but. side topic no another side, day side topic yes i actually i actually watched uh the uh it's funny because it goes along with with our name. It's a uh, Penn and Teller. Yeah. Penn and, Penn and Teller do a show called Bullshit. I've not heard it. Yeah. I mean, I, we're I the same that, level I mean, as Penn and Teller, I would say. Oh, I, I, like watch, the, I like to think I watch so. that. I, I, watch the episode. Episode. I got a card trick. I think, card I, think, trick I, think Penn, I think Penn would get along very well with this group. I think so. Not Teller. He just wouldn't have much to say. That's yeah, exactly. Enough. But, um, 
He wouldn't do well on a podcast. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he wouldn't. He would. Which one's that? Is he the big, the bigger fella? No, he's, little a, fella. he's a little fella. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, what he reminds me of. I shouldn't say it, but he does. You know, the guy uh, was it Ben Simmons, not Ben Simmons. What's the guy from the eighties when the little the spandex and the oh, jumping around? Oh, Gene Simmons. Gene. Is it, it's Simmons. not Gene Simmons. Not if you no, that's Gene his. Simmons. What is what is his name? You know what I'm talking about. I know you're talking about. Not the Ben Simmons is the basketball player. Ben Simmons (laughs) is the basketball player. Gene Simmons is the KISS member. Not him. Oh, yeah, you're right. Not him. The guy Richard Simmons. Richard Richard Simmons. Simmons. Gosh, too many Simmons. Um, Not that guy. Yes. Now, was Richard Simmons also involved in the movie? He could have been. We don't know. It's the same year. Same year. That's when he hit his mark. The eighties. No, the eighties was crazy. No man. Right. No man that looks like that should be able to have that much energy. I, I was born in the eighties because he. You was, were born. Were we involved? Well, he was. No, no. We, we don't born, know. He was, but he was born. Now it's. But if you come to, into your own in the eighties, yeah. you got a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, Jake, why do you feel that the story of the Blue Rest conspiracy? Is still relevant today. Why do you think that people are still buying this book, still invested? Not just people in Kentucky, but are still kind of, you know, enthralled by the story of this one man who lives in infamy now. Personally, I believe it's um, it's be- I mean it's it's because of the overall con- mm-hmm. the corruption part. Um, granted, in this case, uh, it would be it, it's extremely relevant considering that it has to deal with corruption within yeah. the police department. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the events that are taking place mm-hmm. at this time and seeing what is actually playing out, yep. um, one could question, you know, are we still dealing are we still dealing with an excessive amount of corruption and, oh, absolutely. and uh, corruption and bias? Yeah. One would say. So, with uh, the Bluegrass Conspiracy, you know, a lot of people look the other way when Thornton was doing these things. Mm-hmm. Very similar to today's, you know, topic of law enforcement corruption going on. Right. That people, you know, see cops, which are a very important part of society, absolutely right. no doubt. But just because you're a police officer, officer does not mean you're infallible. Right. And that you never mess up. You're still a person. Exactly. And those people need to be set to a higher standard. Than your regular citizen because they right. choose to be in the position of they carry a gun, they carry a badge. Yeah. They're supposed to protect and serve people. Yeah. They also and carry tasers and They carry pepper tasers spray. and pepper spray, which should always be the first line of use exactly. before the, the firearm is used. Exactly. And, you know, with groups such as Black Lives Matter, they're just demanding that this organization of the police be held accountable for what they do. Right. You know. Yeah, and and it's and I think, like I said, that's where, um, that's where with what we're, what we're seeing now is comparable mm-hmm. to what you know, very, I mean, almost like completely parallel yeah. to what was taking place then, mm-hmm. because if you look at the situation of there's the war on drugs, yeah. At at this point, I mean, granted, it's still going till this day, but at the same time, it was more prevalent during this time because it was just taking off Mm -hmm. and you had, you had the cartels and you had these people that were getting coming out of the woodwork, you know, the organized crime that was coming out of the woodwork that was benefiting. Mm -hmm. They were, they were taking advantage of Oh, absolutely. And and, I mean, I I can't say I, I fault them for their decision to Mm -hmm. take advantage of something that, 
okay, if it's not going to be legal, then I can have the possibility of profiting from it. Oh, yeah. Because people want what I have to offer. And that goes into the same thing as prohibition. Right. It, yeah. It, you know, yeah, exactly. That's how organized crime was created in America. For exactly. And, it, and the booming of it mm-hmm. took place with that. And so I think that's where the, that's where the parallel is for what happened then. Yeah. 40 years ago mm-hmm. to what's happening now is because it makes you question, uh, you know, if, if, uh, they were, if there were people who had, if there were conflicts that were taking place that people who were supposed to make sure that those conflicts were under control mm-hmm. become a part of that, then how can, who, who are we supposed to trust? And how are we supposed to, how are we supposed to allow them to continue to do their job instead of holding them accountable mm-hmm. for whatever they're doing wrong? And, and yeah, you know, so, with the most current event that's occurred, at the Capitol in D.C., yes, with all these reports coming out and police officers, the Capitol Police, yeah, select few of them seemingly to open the door, right, for people laying siege to our Capitol and it's taking selfies and looking the other way. It's a very odd thing, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you think about it. I mean, you know what? I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but in retrospect, no, on what's happened before, like yeah. towards the Capitol and how harsh, oh, uh, law enforcement was then and then what it is doing now or what it did that day yeah blows my mind so you had armed obviously armed but police mm-hmm. officers in riot gear mm-hmm. well protecting the lincoln memorial yeah because they're afraid protesters are going to destroy that they have to right. be another skin color than the right people that attack the capitol now just the response right. in force right you know what i mean in comparison yeah absolutely the contrast is right. you know disgusting i need someone to i need someone to make me understand I don't. Oh, I wish I wish I could make. I don't get it. I don't get it. Figured that one out either. Here's the thing. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you a little something about being American. And this is what I feel like. I am very proud to be an American because I do love the country Mm -hmm. that I am in. I love a part of it. Now, what's happening right now? Do I love it? Absolutely not. But what I'm gonna tell you, as an American, if my ass is sitting on that Capitol building, you're not coming in. No. I don't care skin, creed, color, whatever you believe in. You're not stepping foot. You. Well, you should not be stepping oh, foot. You better, you better come with something stronger than a daggone Trump flag. You might want to come with it. Because I'm going to tell you, as an, as an American mm-hmm. uh, and someone who's proud to be so, I stand for something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if I, what I stand for is democracy and what mm-hmm. I stand for is freedom. What I stand is for the rights of others. And that's what I... That's, so, that's, and I also yeah. believe in our process, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're about to go on with something. Anyway, I also believe in our process. But to, to break that up, you better come with something than a freaking smile and a trump flag because yeah. i'm booting that ass i don't care who i don't care mm-hmm. the other thing is on on the other side of that right i get upset because it's that's what happened yeah mm-hmm. but i don't care who it is okay mm-hmm. what kind of flag i don't care if you're holding a joe biden flag no, i don't care if you're matter. holding a trump flag mm-hmm. i don't care but you're not walking in here mm-hmm. and doing this on my watch the you, it's not a thing the the most ironic thing that i always that i always say and i mean and it goes with it, it goes with all of this yeah yeah you know the the situations we're talking about with the bluegrass conspiracy, how it's just ironic that, you know, the drug task force is, mm-hmm. is the one are the ones that are always, you know, peddling the drugs and, yeah. and the, well, it's an easy the Jeffrey easy. Epstein's are, you know, seen, you yeah, no. seen, seen as this prominent figure amongst society and everything's good and well for people that, you know, talk about, 
all these things are bad and mm-hmm. then they go and do those things and in this case the people who are claiming that they are so proud yeah. to be an american and what they what they see is, that's done wrong is uh, is an injustice to america right what they do hasn't been done since 1814 right. which was done by the british yep. the people who wanted to destroy the america right. that was established that they swear mm-hmm. that these guys and girls and whoever's right. claim well, it's a time that they love so much. Patriots, well, that's a time. That's a time where they found themselves. There was elite against the people, right? And the and the that's great, what's that's what we see. That's yeah. what's that's literally the same. It's the same thing we're seeing. Go ahead. And the great thing about America, you can protest and you can criticize hundred percent your politicians as much as you want to. 100%. You can have satire. Yeah, you can make you fun can of them. Sass back to me, which is very important. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't protesting. Yeah, it was an up. insurrection. Right. Yeah, they went there. It was almost an act of war. Yeah. As seen as the start of a civil war. Yep. Isn't that wild? And, and it, is, that, it is. It is. And, and you yeah. know what people think? I think people think about They hear that. Like, it's this thing that can never happen. Yeah. But it could. Like, yeah. it, And it might. And then, like, what side? Do, and then the question. And here's the hardest question. Because people don't know what side they see themselves on. Mm-hmm. And is it worth it to be on that side? Mm-hmm. Right? Because the one side that you're thinking of for, what, for me, uh, what, I w- what I would imagine one side is, like, being for the people and what mm. uh, what america kind of represents and the other side is this big of this this um this elite mm-hmm. unity which though at the same time doing wrong at the end of the day you know who i want you know who i want behind me mm-hmm. i don't want i don't want the elite i don't no, you know what i want i want these blue collars no. i want the work i want i want yeah. all the ones that work that do what they have to do day to day and get right. get everything done they need to get done Right. It's one of the one behind me. Which is why, for one thing, education is very important. Yeah. Um, and why people that are the blue-collar workers, I mean, we're all we're blue-collar workers. 100%. It's the working class. Yeah. But if you're not educated, that doesn't mean higher education. That just means educating mean yourself that. on yeah. issues that are currently going on. I just bought five political. books. There you go. You, you, can buy, books. you can buy books. And you can just carry those around you don't have to wear you don't even have to read. You don't have to wear them. You don't even have to you read them. You can wear them either. You, don't have to you, 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 you just you buy books and you read them, people. Yeah, exactly. That's all you got to do. But it's important because you have so much stuff on social media right now, conspiracy theories mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. aren't true and that can radicalize people right. to be against themselves and their own self interests by the elite, by the powerful. Which is why right. it's so fitting that mm-hmm. that and that's what I've I feel we came up with. The, the idea of doing this episode yeah, right you know before a lot of this stuff took place but but we but, but 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 what's happening now is caused by conspiracy yeah right and it's conspiracy but it's conspiracy is, without basis mm-hmm. yes. where what we're yeah, talking yeah, about what, yeah. what we're talking about she could she could have just went ahead and published a book as the bluegrass Facts. Like madness or yeah, what? The you bluegrass know, madness. Yeah, the bluegrass, this, this could, is what happened. This could be the original form of big blue madness. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it could yeah, be. That's where I started. But, yeah, right, Calipari. But, uh, at the, uh, but at the end of the day, she left it as conspiracy because I, I think she wanted people to form their own opinions and, and, and do further that. research. I uh-huh. that too, and right. I think that's, that goes back to the question earlier was, you know, why is it so relevant mm-hmm. now? Is because I think people still want to, they want to find... 
they want to find the facts. They want to find more details. They want to make it not a conspiracy, mm-hmm. but they want to make it an investigation that has an outcome that they can look and say the case of the bluegrass, mm-hmm. whatever that's going on. Um, where complete polar opposite of that, you have you have people who are willing to just spout out absolute nonsense because they know what it's going to do is someone's going to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you've spent the last, four, you know, I'm not naming names, but you've spent the last four mm-hmm. years spouting off nonsense. Oh, people buy into it. When and you then four, do you mean four years? Four, 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 specifically years. that. Though. Yeah. I gotcha. Four years. So the statesman's a hell of a dream, yes. by the way. Might make you slur a bit. But here, but or, to, or to say to wear yeah. books. You know? No, <laughs> but uh, but here's the, here's the other part. I think what you're saying too is is uh, I also will not. Okay, it's hard to say, right? Because I mm-hmm. I the the person that you're talking about for four years, or mm-hmm. if it's more than one person, uh, mm-hmm. has made things uh, a little difficult. Yeah, but it's not to say that each side is completely wrong or completely right, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I think that's the problem that a lot of people are having now. That's mm-hmm. literally the problem I see with either you have to be, you ha- you have to be either pro Trump or you don't. Yeah. Man, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like yeah, that. You are a that white, you are a white no supremacist sense. or you were anti-fascist. hundred percent. And what, like who the hell made that rule? And I go, <laughs> no, Please enlighten me. So, you know what I mean? Like, uh, exactly. Whose idea was that? It's, again, it's the two-party system in America. It's and has been exploited. It started way before Trump. It's been going on 100%. for a long time. It is before Trump. Trump yeah, is yeah. just a, a symptom of this. It's going to continue well, long Well, he's after the biggest character. But with Donald Trump or with the senators and congressmen and women who allowed him to do these things and who looked the other way, yeah, yeah, yeah. and also with Thornton and with Epstein, if we can get into yeah. that, it's good men or good women that mean well, but they do nothing about it. And right. that's saying that, you know, <laughs> that was a all chance. it takes is evil to prevail is good men to do nothing. Right. It goes right into that. Say right. that one more time. The only thing it takes for evil to prevail is good men to do nothing. It's good men to do nothing. Yeah. That's yes. good. I know. Oh, your, I didn't come up that with yours? that. Is that yours? No. By did no you, means is that mine. Did you write, did you write that? <laughs> but so, it's very true. It is. And you're right. And you know what? I, I, we use Trump as uh, Trump as an example on, mm-hmm. you know, before Trump, mm-hmm. after Trump. It's not that, right? It's been that no. way for a very Absolutely. long time since I was coming up when it was it was Bush and then Obama. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you had to be one or the other. When exactly. you don't. You know what it is? There's a combination of two somewhere in the middle or something nice. It's the same thing you talk about mm-hmm. the truth, right? right? There's this story. There's that story. There's something in the middle. That's probably the real thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what you have to find. Exactly. And, and, and that goes back to education, investigation, mm-hmm. things along these lines. Things that Sally Denton went out of her way to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and still does until this day. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has, like I said, she, uh, after, after Bluegrass Conspiracy, is she, she still alive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she? Yeah. She, here? she dove. Huh? Is she here? I don't I think she's back she, in D.C. I can't remember. No, I don't, I don't even, remember I don't where she is. Her. But I know she she wrote books. Uh, she wrote a book on um, Las Vegas crime. Okay. Got a lot of death threats from that. Or, yeah. you know, basically people that were like, hey, you keep talking about this and we're going to have problems. Which, but, let's just say how amazing you have to be. How badass are you right. as a person 
to yeah. write these kind of books, want to get the story out there, and getting active death threats yeah. by the characters you're writing yeah. the book about. Okay, <laughs> How written, surreal I, that has I've to be. I've written three books so far. Now. Okay. I got the same. I'll look forward to reading the same, them. The same threats? No, 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 don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. I, I've sent them out. Well. Who gets them, gets them. It's well, a have a little group. test copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it like the 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 uh, uh, Unabomber's manifesto? You're just hoping that somebody will print it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they made Netflix call me. They called me last week. It's, <laughs> okay. a, it's a thing. Now let me yes. ask this. Now yes. let, let let's let's talk. We can keep going uh, mm-hmm. into this political spectrum, and I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. But let me ask you because that's why it's let me into ask the you. That's the, why it's that's, why, that's what it is. Let me ask you if I have figured out this bluegrass conspiracy. Now, not the answer. Have you figured it out? Oh, if you figured it out just by this, by all oh, means. Oh, that's all it takes. Lay out the forcer. truth. Lay out the truth. Lay in a conversation. Tell me where Melanie Flynn is right now. Yeah. No, now that, okay. <laughs> now, he, the police probably have some I questions have for you questions. if you're able to Here, Here's the thing. I have a couple questions, and maybe people uh-huh. have not heard bluegrass, bluegrass conspiracy. Bluegrass conspiracy. Mm-hmm. have the same question. Mm-hmm. And is that, is the conspiracy the fact that one, She's gone, mm-hmm. and, no, and no one knows who she is. Uh, two, Thornton mm-hmm. was a cop mm-hmm. who ended up with all this cocaine, mm-hmm. and no one knows where. And then Cocaine Bear snorted it all, yeah. went crazy. Uh-huh. Is the conspiracy that we don't know all these things are facts and they're connected? Or is the conspiracy something bigger? So the conspiracy, I believe... Is how he was able to make these contacts. Yeah. Who all he was involved with, particularly in America, mm-hmm. yeah. who facilitated his means. Okay. Yeah. To do the crimes how he committed. How to keep this hidden for And so also long. how her murder occurred and where her actual body is located. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, and that's what, because the the overall description of the bluegrass conspiracy, when you think of it, is it it's. An unexpected place for the corruption, deepest yeah. form. Okay, the deepest forms of corruption to take place that because because it, it 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 one it falls on, um, it falls on the narcotics division mm-hmm. at the Lexington Police Department. It falls on the Lexington Police Department as a whole. It falls on the state. Kentucky State Police. Mm-hmm. It falls on FBI. You know, mm-hmm. it, and it falls on the governor, and mm-hmm. it falls on all these different characters. And 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 the question is, the, the I, I feel like the the overall uh, idea of it is to is to push people to say, how far does it go? Is it is it just the upper echelon of society that's right. involved? You know, people with a boatload of money that can sit around and do whatever they want. Right or is it the fact that the upper echelon of society funds government, funds police, right. funds all the different activities that take place right. in society, and the outcome that that, that mm-hmm. is that is brought about from that? You know, you have murder, you have smuggling, you have all this, you have all these bad things that come out of it. But who's going to do something about yeah. it? Or somebody what can say, we? Somebody say something. And the, and that's and that's another point. You know, why is this so relevant today? Why do why do people still go to Joseph Beth Bookstore mm-hmm. here in Lexington, uh, and they go to Joseph Beth and they Big see deal. they it's still on yeah there. they it's see still, the yeah. book and it has its own little table yeah. and they go well, this sounds interesting yeah. let me buy this. I feel like that's what that's what the relevance is, is because people start seeing that 
okay, well, not only is it not only is it just uh, you know uh, these the, the white collar people, yeah. the people that um, the people that do fund uh, super PACs and hedge mm-hmm. fund, you know, hedge fund child, whatever, and and they just they just continue to expand these you know their ideologies by using money in order yeah. to influence and and then it goes to the the government and it goes into the police force mm-hmm. and it goes into all these different aspects of society. And then it, but you see that, but then you go, well, it was also just some guy that he came from an affluent family. He was an affluent child came from a prominent family, right? but he, he still built his own. You're getting, and you, I think you're getting into my point too. And what I think, what I, what I, from this conversation with this conspiracy is, is involved in, this guy from Bourbon, Kentucky, about mm-hmm. that big on the map, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. About yay big on the yeah. map, comes involved with this big cartel and in police corruption and government corruption in right. general. And it's incredible. Look, did he do wrong? Yeah. But also, like the, the I, don't know, I don't even know how to say it, but the, the merit on this guy to yeah. do yeah. the boldness to do all these things. Right. Is incredible all its own though, right? So yeah. not not that's not that it's right. Yeah, no. <laughs> definitely, but incredible, definitely not right. But well, incredible still thing. Right. It's like if when you look at people's you know not obsession, but I guess interest in pirates and things mm. like that. Like when you're a kid, you, you mean glorify like, pirates. You mean like Captain Jack Sparrow or like <laughs> any pirate? Pirates are murderers, black and just awful people. Captain Jack Sparrow didn't murder anyone. <laughs> I'm sure he murdered. They earned it. They earned. They deserved it. They fe- they fell on the sword. Why is the rum gone? But it's the romanticization of. Right, figures mm. in American lore, I guess, that do those kind of things that people want to look up to. It's almost like a an anti-hero, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah. That has that kind of draw that. to it. But if you actually well, look at the person, right? I do have a book yeah. on that, by the way. Okay. Jack Sparrow. No. No. Just the anti-hero. the real Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, I wear the black hat. I'll have to look up the guy's name so okay. we can reference it later. But, yeah. but yeah, yeah. And it's just seeing. Seeing the anti-hero mm-hmm. as okay. in a different light, kind of thing. So. Which also can you know what happened? You know what happened with the Joker? If you want to talk about the anti-hero that became a hero, right? Is that what we're talking Did about? The Joker become a hero? Oh my god! Okay, oh, okay. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. When it came to the Joker doing what he did in the movies, uh-huh. and then when it came to everybody being a fan of the Joker, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was Heath Ledger's performance of the Joker. No, I'm talking about the new one. I'm talking about oh, with, uh, Walking Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. Oh, Walking Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm talking. Yes. Look, here's the thing. We have this Joker who oh, okay. is yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. I the bad seen that movie guy. Okay. He's definitely the bad guy. Uh-huh. But everybody's like, you know what? I get it. I understand, and I like you. Because because that that's another conspiracy theory is mental health in See? society, yes. which is a conspiracy with the Joker oh, yeah, movie. That's true. <laughs> the movie I have seen. It's <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite movies, Taxi Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was also kind of, I guess, the anti-hero in a way. He yeah. did good things, especially at the end. He was able to save well, Jodie Foster's character. Yeah. But he was he dealt with mental illness. I mean, he was a right. very, you know, right. fucked up individual, I guess. And that right. also had to right. deal with his time in Vietnam. Because I believe he served his character yeah. in Vietnam before yeah. or whatever. But I know those two movies get parallels. They get yeah. compared, Taxi Driver and The Joker, just because they're antisocial. Yeah. yeah personality traits but it, but yeah. i think it goes to your point that mm-hmm. you can have these things that are these negative 
negative things of society, things mm-hmm. that aren't, aren't providing for society, but taking away from society, but can be looked upon as, as a positive mm-hmm. or people enjoy them all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, I don't know. With bluegrass conspiracy, yeah. it's completely different. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100% on that. Now, and with that, I think we end this episode of Bourbon and Bullshit. I hope you enjoyed our Lost in the Forest series, as we always do. Here's cheers to Statesman. For Cheers putting us through, States, there man. you go. For putting us through, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Eighty-three minutes. What oh, is this? Still going. Still recording. This won't go away. Okay, well, let's go. Is this thing on? <laughs>